Yes, this is the Cafe Americaine podcast. I'm your intrepid host, Christian D. George. This is a political diatribe. I try to make it about other things, but if I do, I'll get in trouble because most of my other topics would be, well, offensive to many people because, well, it would be a, a guy's show, and who would want to hear that in this day and age? It is a political cerebral suppository where we talk about avant-garde and cutting-edge politics, real politics, spelt with a K. And every week, every week, some asshole is in my reticle because I can't stand the hypocrisy. Now, it, it happens all the time. I'll go against whoever is in power, and it, it, but in this case, it's a little bit different because I, I think Donald Trump is not that good of a person or a president. But the left and the Democrats and the mainstreams are so overpoweringly and overwhelmingly against Donald Trump to the point where they're just making outright lies and they're not being called upon their hypocrisy. It is outrageous. It's outrageous that these people are not being taken to task. One such person is the awful, decrepit, ancient shrewd harridan hillary clinton she sat down with recodes kara swisher over the weekend and hillary clinton made some unfortunate comments particularly about political correctness miss oh what's her name swisher miss swisher inadvertently screwed up eric holder and cory booker and cory booker is the numbnuts from new jersey who just got nailed with a sexual allegation where he was taking men into the men's room and forcing them to perform oral sex on him by shoving their heads into his crotch. Yes, this is a Democrat, by the way. Uh, but Swisher mistook Cory Booker for Eric Holder, who was the former, uh, I think, uh, attorney general for a Barack Obama. He's got a stupid mustache, which he should shave off. And Eric Holder was the one responsible for doing a lot of uh, sidestepping and tap dancing to get around the idea that Barack Obama had a kill list. And the kill list was for those people that were supposed to be struck by drones without going through due process. Meaning even if you were a, an American citizen, you could be hit and killed by a drone strike without anybody telling you why. It just, if you go against the empire, then you should be brought into line. So Miss Switcher, Swisher said, what do you think of Cory Booker saying, kick them in the shins, essentially? Well, the problem with this is uh, Cory Booker, one, didn't say that. Two, it was Eric Holder. Three, the, it's, the quote is mistaken. Uh, Eric Holder said, when the Republicans go low, we kick them. So... Uh, she said, what is saying, kick them in the shins, essentially. And Clinton corrected her and said, well, that was Eric Holder. And then Hillary Clinton proceeded to somehow put her foot in her mouth by saying, yeah, I know, they all look alike. Oh, my goodness. And howls of laughter from the audience. Now, if you take a – all right, so let's, let's just take let, – let's analyze this just a little bit. Hillary Clinton, the Me Too Maritan, uh, maiden. I, I tried to mix maiden and Harridan together. Uh, the, the Me Too woman. She said, oh, yes, I know. They all look alike. Uh, no, they actually don't look anything alike. 
Uh, Eric Holder has, like I said, a stupid caterpillar on his upper lip. And Cory Booker looks like he's about to have an aneurysm most of the time. And you have to look at the bridge of his nose because you don't know which one to I to look at, unfortunately. I try not to make fun of people's physical ailments because I'm very blessed. But I, I, Cory Booker is an asshole. I, if you ever listen to it, and so is Eric Holder, but Cory Booker really shoots his mouth off, and he really says some dumb fucking things, and you just want to hit him. Some, well, you don't want to hit him because he can get in trouble, and I'm not endorsing that. However, you just want to tell him to shut the fuck up and go away. So Hillary Clinton says, oh, yes, they all look alike, with the implication being that she's telling a racist joke, that she's saying, yes, all people of color, pretty much, they just look alike. Where is the outrage? Where is the outrage? If Donald Trump or a Republican or a white guy said this, they would be up that person's ass. It would be nonstop. What did you mean by that? Please tell. We all know what you mean by this. And how come you're not apologizing? We should perform an investigation to find out what your family history is really all about. So, Hillary Clinton gets a free pass on this. How she got a free pass on smuggling weapons to ISIS and terrorists with Libya. She got a free pass with evidence provided by WikiLeaks that she rigged the Democratic primaries. She got a free pass with people with WikiLeaks rigging, rigging the 2016 presidential election. Her lackeys got a free pass in the FBI by abusing their positions of power to create investigations under very, very flimsy circumstances to illegally spy on American citizens just because Hillary Clinton didn't like them and lost in the election. And now she's saying, yes, they all look the same. They all look alike. Referring to black people. And she gets another free pass. How come nobody is saying anything about this? It, this is just, it goes along, this is, you can see the hypocrisy here. You can see how one side who has a very, very loud, well-orchestrated method of distributing messages, meaning CNN, NBC, the so on and so forth, you can see the hypocrisy with this. Now we have this other jackass, Don Lemon. Uh, he's from CNN. I'm not sure if you uh, ever saw this chump, but he's on there, and he's uh, talking to, I think he's talking to Cuomo, Fredo, Fredo Cuomo. Uh, maybe something, I don't know. They were talking about the synagogue. Yeah, Chris Cuomo. I forgot. There's Fredo Cuomo. There's Chris Cuomo. And then there's the Cuomos from New York and whatever. Big time crime family that also runs in politics. I didn't say that. I'm sorry. Uh, a very well-established family in New York that really runs in the political arenas nonstop. Uh, anyway, so he was, Don Lemon was talking to Chris Cuomo about the synagogue attack that occurred not so long ago. He's, this is Don Lemon. I keep trying to point out to people not to demonize any one group or any one ethnicity, but we keep thinking that the biggest terror threat is something else. Some people who are marching toward the border like it's imminent. All right. And he was referring to the Central American migrant caravan, which is moving way too fucking quick to be having to, to having taken place on foot. You have to ask yourself, how is this caravan supposedly 14,000 people strong making its way from Honduras to the Mexican-American border by the midterm elections? 
which shouldn't be happening. Technically, they should be there around, I don't know, I think it's February, if they're walking with that. And where are the, all the old people? Where are the kids? Are you stopping to eat? Are you stopping to sleep? Somehow they're making it here. Anyway, he continues. Uh, the last time this happened, most of them got tuckered out and stopped before the border. So we have to stop demonizing people and realize that the biggest terror threat in this country, now are you sitting down, is white men. Most of them radicalized to the right, and we have to start doing something about them. There is no travel ban on them. There is no ban. You know, they had the Muslim ban, which it really wasn't a Muslim ban. It was a ban that incorporated people coming from certain countries that just happened to have a dominant Muslim religion. There is no white guy ban. So what do we do about that? Really, Mr. Lemon? How would you like it if we said, well, there's no black guy ban. There's no Jewish guy ban. There's no uh, Hindi guy ban. You guys would be up in arms. But all of a sudden, white men, have a, they're, the, they're a bigger terror threat than anything on this planet. I'm not going to say you're, pro you're probably right about that because the United States funds ISIS and did a whole bunch of other icky things. However, you're going to put a white, white guy ban. Really? You do understand that you're a hypocrite from here and seven ways to Sunday you're a fucking hypocrite. You want equality in front of everybody. You want equality under the eyes of the law. Nobody should be above anybody else unless it's in a sexual position. And now you're telling everybody that, yes, white men should be uh, under uh, surveillance and be banned when it comes to traveling to certain parts of the country or anywhere else for that matter. You do understand where this is going, right? I hope everybody kind of sees where this is going. There is going to be a really, really large reset within the United States. And they're going to use race as a way to do it. They tried to do it with Antifa. They tried to do it with Black Lives Matter. They sort of tried to do it with Me Too movement. But when people have vaginas, vagina hats on their heads, you really can't take them all that seriously. Now, the thing is, I'm not a Republican. I'm really not, but I'm anti-bullshit, and I see a lot of it going around. And more than anything else, we have people from the mainstream media who lean left, who lean left. It, they're lean Democrat. They are spewing so much nonsense. It, it makes my head spin. I don't get why nobody is taking them to task. Maybe this was the answer, because if they're controlling the media— and if they are controlling the message because they are well-funded and have more resources than the other side, then no, they're not going to call anybody from their side of the aisle to task with anything, including, including sexual allegation claims. Does everybody remember the hoopla that went on with Judge Kavanaugh and all of the women that came out of the, out of the woodworks Seemingly at the last minute, just before he was going to be confirmed, does anybody does anybody remember Ford, the woman Ford that came out of nowhere and she would talk like this uh, when she was in front of the committee because she I can't remember and and, and the, the, the always the 
upturn in the tone and the inflection at the end of the sentence to make her sound more innocent? Well, does anybody does anybody care to do any research on this woman? This woman, besides potentially being raped, more than likely not by Kavanaugh, who I believe Kavanaugh is probably a drunken asshole when he was a kid, and he probably still ties one on to this day. So the, the alcoholic allegation I probably would go along with. But however, raping, I don't know. And she can't give you any evidence about it. She doesn't know where it happened, when it happened, who was there, who she doesn't she can't do anything. The history of this woman is that she is involved. Uh, I forgot if she's involved with psychology or not, but I do know that she has worked with the CIA. And the study that she contributed to was how you can implant false memories into people and make them believe that those memories, in fact, did occur. So this woman is very well-versed about mind manipulation. And if you truly believe something, you will pass the polygraph tests that she supposedly had done to her. Now, there's also another wrinkle to that story about her polygraph test. They never asked her if the allegations were true. They just asked if she believes this event occurred. She never. They never asked her any specifics about it. They never asked her about what happened, when it happened, when did you remember this, and they never asked any of that with the polygraph. They only said, do you believe these events are true? Well, sure, but guess what? I also believe certain events did and did not occur that are counter to the mainstream narrative. So if I truly believe that nobody landed on the moon, which I do believe people landed on the moon, just not the way we saw it, then yes, I will pass the polygraph by saying, no, I don't believe that people landed on the moon. But she probably manipulated herself into believing certain things so that she could, in fact, pass the polygraph test. And everybody was up, oh my God, we must hear Ford. She must come out here in front of Congress. Her story must be heard because a victim of sexual assault is nobody to discount, and she needs a voice. In this day and age, the Me Too movement needs to be heard. And there was all of this hoopla. Then another person. Then another person. Michael Avenetti, that fucking moron, that stupid jackass, that lawyer, right? He's out there. Here's another one. Here's another woman. Guess what? It's all false. It's all false. Now he has a Department of Justice investigation going against him, and it looks like he is going to be in a lot of hot water because the feds are, in fact, in the process of flipping one of his supposed victims because the victim, uh, and oddly enough, this is another story. I just remembered one of the victims. I, I, her name starts with an S. I can't remember it altogether. Uh, she signed one of the documents that said that um, Kavanaugh uh, raped her or whatever. She signed it. But then she came out and told mainstream media, I think it was uh, CBS, I think she told CBS that, uh, no, I made a mistake. Uh, I, I didn't fully read what was uh, in front of me, and I didn't fully read what I signed. So, no, I can't remember if Kavanaugh did anything to me. I, I don't ever remember him doing anything. I don't ever remember him being in line. All I can say is that I was at a party and there was a line, but I don't know what that line was exactly for. And guess what? They sat on the story. And this is before this guy was supposed to be confirmed and thrown in front of a committee. So the mainstream media purposefully sat on a story that contradicted 
every other allegation, and they did nothing about it because it didn't go with the narrative that Kavanaugh was a rapist. Now we've got something else. Now we've got Mueller. Mueller, who is the hound, the bloodhound that's going after Donald Trump and his misbegotten gains. He should not be president, and Mueller is the one that's going to get him out. We have a woman that has come forward and said, Mueller tried to rape me, and he pushed me around, and he tried to buy me off. We have a wo- more than one woman, apparently, and they all want to come forward to, to get Mueller in their clutches. And do you know what the mainstream media does? They circle the wagons around Mueller. Now, it, do some research on Mueller. He is another asshole. He will put people behind bars, innocent people behind bars, to try to get other people to confess or work with him or not necessarily work with him, get a, um, get a, uh, a ruling against them. Mueller is not a good person. If you're locking up innocent people, you're a fucking asshole. And that's what Mueller does. That's why all of these allegations and indictments, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit, these these indictments that he's throwing out there. Right? He threw out allegations that were against all of these Russian companies. And, uh, and there was no way any of these Russian companies are ever going to get hit in court except one. And they said... What is the scope of your investigation here? And we want more information. And Mueller's people in court don't know what to do with themselves. They're tripping over themselves. So Mueller is, a, Mueller is nothing. Mueller is more than likely co- covering up crimes for Hillary Clinton. Anyway, we have a woman that's coming out against uh, Mueller. The mainstream media circles the wagons and says, no, 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 this woman is lying. They haven't even heard the allegation yet. They don't even know what the story is because the woman hasn't completely come public. Become public. The the woman has only actually it was her lawyer that has said we have an allegation against Mueller and how he tried to buy her off after he did some awful sexual things to her. That's all we know. We don't know the icky details. We don't know any of the backstory around it. How he met her. Who is this? And how the, how long this go on? Nothing. Immediately. The mainstream media says, oh, this is the woman is a liar. She should be ashamed of herself. We shouldn't pay any attention to this person, and the lawyer should be shot. What the fuck? What in the fuck is going on? If all of Kavanaugh's people had to be heard in front of Congress, and all of Kavanaugh's people, they must have their story be told, and we need an FBI investigation into them into Kavanaugh, then why isn't there an FBI investigation into Mueller? We just need to make sure that Mueller is a good person. But no, we've got the mainstreams out there saying that no, this woman is a liar. Mueller is is the, one of the most stand-up people on this planet. Well, we he know he's not a stand-up person on this planet. We know he's a jerk. We know he throws people in prison for no reason other than to get bigger fish. Innocent people in prison. But no, 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 he's no, he will never ever be investigated because he is the person going after Trump, which goes along with the narrative. That's the only reason why he's in the clear, is because the mainstream media doesn't want Mueller to stop the investigation, which isn't an investigation. I hate to tell you, and I'm going to say this 
The investigation is not going to come up with anything worthwhile. It is all a fucking wet dream of the left and the Democrats and the centrists that don't like Trump, including some Republicans. So nothing is going to happen with that. Now, if you remember during Ford's testimony, Christine Blasey Ford. Okay, so here's the thing. She is not some innocent waif. She owns a $3 million house, okay? She's, she lives in Palo Alto, California. She has worked with the CIA. She, so she is not some innocent woman that was raped 30-something years ago. No, stop. This woman is well-established, very well-connected. She may have been raped, but let's, let's be honest here. She's, she's not some poor young village girl here. Now, there were two GoFundMe campaigns during this whole uh, process that was taking place with Kavanaugh and also Blasey Ford. Both sides had a GoFundMe campaign. Kavanaugh, in his defense, uh, for his defense campaign, raised six. Now, he didn't do this, and neither did she. There were other people that did it in their names, right? So uh, Kavanaugh's people raised $600,000 for his defense fund and being a part of the judicial system and a judge Kavanaugh had to decline the money he said I can't take this because it would be a conflict of interest rightly so now but, but Miss Ford her GoFundMe campaign raised one million dollars a million dollars Miss Ford is now being uh, accosted with book deals. So she's going to enter into a book deal. This million dollars that she has raised is available to her for any reason at any time. The people that raised this money said she is going to be able to access the funds whenever she wants. There's nothing that is going to stop her. All she has to do is contact us and she will be able to have the funds transferred into her account no matter what the reason. We don't even need a reason. We, she just wants the cash. She can have the cash. So, okay. If we remember the testimony, Miss Ford had her uh, attorney's fees paid for pro bono. The polygraph examination was paid for by Democrat attorneys. Her attorneys are also working with Peter Stroke, who is the person that was creating the quote-unquote insurance policy against Donald Trump that used false claims and very, very flimsy evidence, if not outright lies, to spy on American citizens via the FISA courts. Do you see how this is all connected? So why is Miss Ford able to access this money? Well, I'll tell you why. It's payoff money. You did our, you did our side a good job. You really helped us by creating a big, big mess with the Kavanaugh hearings. Here's a million bucks for all your effort. I know you're afraid to fly, but you flew anyway. I know you're afraid of, to, to be in front of people, but you did it anyway. Great job. Here's a million bucks. It's the utter hypocrisy of the whole thing. The utter hypocrisy. This needs to stop. We need to stop playing sides. We need to stop being Democrats and stop being Republicans and start calling bullshit because it it doesn't matter. You listen to Fox News. You got those morons on there like, like that lantern-jawed idiot, uh, Sean Hannity. When he's, and, and then you got on the left, Rachel Maddow. Oh, my God. She's awful. She's an awful human being. 
She doesn't know how to broadcast very well. She thinks she's witty, just like the Saturday Night Live folk. They're not witty. They're not funny. They sit there and say, oh, Donald Trump. Everyone says, yeah, yeah, fuck it. That's not funny. You're not funny. Neither is Alec Baldwin. He's not. When was the last time he was funny? He might do a good impression every now and then. But it's not funny. It's not witty. It's stupid. And they sound stupid. Pardon, I'm parched. Now, another example of hypocrisy. Now we've got Donald Trump in the border. Donald Trump says he's going to stop the whole idea of an anchor baby. And that's when two people who are not here legally in the United States or who are not necessarily citizens of the United States have a child in the United States or on United States territory, like a base somewhere. And all of a sudden, the child that is born is now considered a United States citizen. Trump wants to stop that. Okay, fine. You, you want to try and do that? Go, go for it, man. And he's going to try to use an executive order to do it. Oddly enough, Lindsey Gramnesty, who years ago, I took that from, uh, I forgot, I think it was from Limbaugh years ago. Lindsey Graham, who was all pro-immigration, everybody in the country, nobody, anybody that wants to come in can come in. Lindsey Graham, who was taking it up the ass from John McCain. As soon as John McCain died, Lindsey Graham changed. Without a doubt. Look up his speeches. Look how he speaks. Look at what he says. As soon as John McCain died, he became one of Donald Trump's biggest allies in the Senate. Remarkable turnaround. A 180. McCain must have had some dirt on Lindsey Graham. Because now Lindsey Graham is introducing a bill along the same lines of what Donald Trump is trying to do via executive order by stopping the idea and stopping the, the, uh, the law of an anchor baby or stopping that, that whole process. Well, years ago in 1993, now I do realize that is 25 years ago, former Senator Democrat of Nevada, Harry Reid, who was involved with a lot of, and his son is involved with a lot of disgusting things about selling Indian burial grounds to real estate developers so that he can dip his beak into the money pit or the money pot. So Harry Reid's a dirtbag too, and so is his son. So Harry Reid uh, say, said this, and this is, Donald Trump brought this up, or I shouldn't say that, one of his staffers brought it up, and he tweeted it out to make it look like it was him. If this is Harry Reid, a Democrat. If making it easy to be an illegal alien isn't enough, how about offering a reward for being an illegal alien? No sane country would do that, right? Well, guess again. If you break our laws by entering this country without permission to give birth to a child, we reward the child with U.S. citizenship and a guarantee of full to full access to all public and social services this society provides. And that's a lot of services. Is it any wonder that two-thirds of the babies born at taxpayer expense at county-run hospitals in L.A. are born to illegal alien mothers? This is Harry Reid, a Democrat. He was saying this. And then you can find evidence of Bill Clinton saying the same thing. You can e find evidence of that shriveled rodent Diane Feinstein saying the same thing. You can find evidence of Chuck Schumer saying the same thing, as well as Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. But when Trump does it, oh my God. Oh, this is an outrage. Harry Reid decided to try and backpedal. He went on his exercise bike and said, after I proposed that 
awful bill, my wife immediately sat me down and said, Harry, what are you doing? Don't you know that my father was an immigrant? In my 36 years in Washington, there is no more valuable lesson I learned that the strength and power of immigrants and no issue I worked on than fix it harder on than fixing our immigration system. Yeah, okay, I'm sure you did, Harry. What a what a jerk. What an idiot. Uh, do you remember the black eye he got one time? Nobody knows how that, you know, there's an interesting theory about all that. You'll realize that many political figures, high-ranking political figures, will all of a sudden show up with a black eye. Harry Reid, George Bush Jr., they all showed up with black eyes. So I wonder what that is about. I bet it's some stupid fraternal bullshit that they still do uh, all the way. You know, it's like those people that go to the high school reunions 20 years, 10 years down the line. I mean, come on. Let's stop. Let's stop with all that stuff. Ah, who cares about that? I had another story I was going to bring up, but who gives a shit? It's about some woman that's lying. Uh, okay, well, this is kind of interesting. Hundreds of Google employees plan to walk out over accused sexual deviants' $90 million exit packet. This is in the New York Times. Andy Rubin. Andy Rubin has decided to leave. Was it Andy Rubin? I think it was. Yeah, Google Yeah, Google could have fired Mr. Rubin a long time ago, the Times report, and paid him little to nothing on the way out. Instead, the company handed him a $90 million exit package, paid in installments of about $2 million for a month, a month, for four years, $2 million a month. And uh, the last payment was scheduled to be last month. And personally, I'm furious, said one Google employee who requested anonymity. I feel like there's a pattern of powerful men getting away with awful behavior towards women at Google. No shit. Or if they don't get away with it, they get a slap on the wrist. No shit. Does anybody remember what Facebook looked like? Or they get sent away with a golden parachute like Andy Rubin. And it's a leadership of mostly men making the decisions about what kind of consequences to give or not give. Well, there was legislation passed in California that is going to change how the board of directors are uh, developed in the state of California. If you've got three board members, you have to have at least one female. And if you have, and this is law, and if you have a board member of at least five or multiples thereof, you have to have two females per five. I, that's the law. I'm not saying anything about this. It is the law. So Google is and Facebook, they're on their way to being, <clears throat> excuse me, to being more friendly towards women. And finally, we have this big caravan, this big ass caravan that's going to from Honduras to the United States border, all in time for the midterm elections. Yes. That is, I think it's 1,500 miles from Honduras to the closest American border where they can come in. And 14,000 people are going to be walking there. 14,000 people. Kids, adults, old people. They need to eat and sleep. There's no way that 14,000 people are going to go from Honduras to through Mexico, all, through all of the length of Mexico, not the width, the length of Mexico, to the United States and make it there by the midterm election. Now, one, how is that happening? Two, why does it have to happen now? Right? 
Of course, if they're going there for the midterm elections because somebody hired them, somebody is paying these people, and you can find video of people handing money to all of these people that are marching to the American border. You can see video. You can go on YouTube, fire it up, find it. Now, of course, the timing is on purpose because they're trying to get Donald Trump into a confrontation, and he is accepting the challenge. He is supposedly fortifying the border. Now, nobody's going to get shot, but nobody's going to be allowed in the country. Instead, they're going to round them up and throw them in camps. But they're going to, according to Trump, we're going to put tents up, and they're going to be putting tents up all over the place. It's not going to be catch and release, but they're going to be really, really nice. We're going to build structures and spend all of this, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. We're going to have tents. They're going to be very nice. And he is, now get this, he's sending 15,000 troops to the border. I assume that's National Guard and whatever else he has access to. But 15,000 troops to the border. There's only 14,000 troops in Afghanistan. In Afghanistan. Afghanistan. And he's sending more troops to the American border than he has in Afghanistan. What is that telling you? First off, he's not serious about winning the war in Afghanistan. Nobody ever was because it's too profitable for the CIA to make black, uh, uh, dark money in dark uh, industries. They, they make too much money over there by selling opium and running guns and running drugs. So that, he's not serious about winning Afghanistan. Two, he's more serious about the American border. And this is a frightening thing. Very, very frightening. One, it, there's no reason why people should not come through the border legally. And two... If they really wanted to change it, then they should go back to the original way, the original immigration policy of the United States, that if you can get to the United States, you're a citizen, you're in. If they really want that. But this is, this is too orchestrated. Way too orchestrated. There was a, there was a news reporter uh, that went where? He was somewhere in Mexico. Uh, O-A-X-A-C-A. I don't know how to say this. O-A-X-A-C-A. Uh, and he found... Very, very clean, pristine buses taking people to the border. That's how they're doing it. They're not walking there. These people aren't some, oh, gosh, we have to make the journey from Honduras to Mexico. No, they're on buses. They're getting bused from one location to another. That's how they're going to make it there by the midterm elections. Because whoever is doing this, I would assume is a George Soros kind of character, and whoever is not enforcing the laws of Mexico by allowing them to go into the United States, they're, all, they're hiring people. They're hiring buses. They're hiring trucking companies to take these people to the border to make Trump and the Republicans look awful by saying, oh, look how inhumane they are. But nobody's digging, any, digging at all about that because you would realize that this is orchestrated. You would realize that this is a big plan to make people more divided. That's all this is. This is a big show. Big, big show. And the, the Democrats are eating it up. They're, they love it. But they're not thinking. I've never seen more, quote-unquote, intelligent people react so much based to emotions. They're not thinking. It's all emotional. And that's the biggest problem here. We have to stop looking at Democrats and Republicans. We have to start looking at assholes. We all have to become political proctologists and realize what is going on here. There is an agenda. 
And this agenda is frightening. Frightening. And it's on both sides. You have one side of the agenda that is going to try and get zero borders between countries and everybody can go any which way they want and it's going to be all based upon industry needs. It's not going to be based upon country and your worth. It's going to be based upon the needs of business on a global scale. So if there is more business in the United States, they want people and open borders of the United States. They want people to come into the United States. And then once the United States gets destroyed, they'll throw those people somewhere else. There'll be another mass migration to another country. That's what this is about. Then you have the other side, which is the Donald Trump side. And I don't think he's smart enough to realize this. By militarizing the border, not only do you keep people out, but you also keep people in. And you have a massive development and a huge step forward for the police state. Because now you're going to start seeing retinal scans. And I know people, I, I actually ran into somebody that is a salesperson for the companies that want to introduce and are introducing. It's going to be law. Every time you fly on an airplane, you get a biometric scan. I do beg your pardon for the awkward cut, but I got interrupted. Uh, yeah, so this has to be not Democrat, not asshole. I mean, not uh, Republican, but anti-asshole. We have to start thinking about what is best for us, and we have to start manifesting what is best for the human being that is currently here in the United States. That is what needs to go on. Not Democrat, not Republican, because they're both going to yank at your balls. It's all a lick and a promise, to quote a wild Western slang mentality that was talking about prostitutes. So this, you got to stop and you have to vote. This It's a massive midterm erection coming up and uh, you can vote there because what else are you going to do? You really think you're going to change the system? You're not, but hey, say you did something. So that's it for the Cafe American podcast. I'm your host, Christian George. We're on Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Soon to be iHeartRadio and Player FM. So we're going to be all over the place. Look for me on Instagram at the Cafe American uh, Podcast and also on Vocal.media where I sometimes pin missives in the form of blogs. And I have to put one up. So that's it for me. Until next time, this is Christian DeGeorge of Cafe American.